Welcome once again to yet another exciting episode of Dear Live TV. Uh, my name is Thomas Tresige, your show host, and I'm excited, very, very excited to be hosting uh, a young man who I have known for quite a while, uh, but he has an amazing story. Like, you know, uh, every time I get a chance to speak with him, I live very, very inspired. So, uh, Mr. Dickens. Yes. Well, that's just one of your names, but uh, maybe you can introduce yourself to our viewers and then we can get into this very interesting conversation. Uh, great. Um, Dickens Kasango Pesa. Uh, Pesa, he has many people ask, but it's uh, my, grand, my grandfather's name. And it's one of the names later when I came to appreciate how he inherited him. And yes, I'm a businessman. And I'm proud to be here. Wow. So Pesa, like you say, is your grandfather's name, but Pesa also means money. Yes. Huh? And as I can see clearly, there's money written all over you, you. and your story. Uh, well, you've shared that you're a businessman, and uh, perhaps uh, let's have a conversation from that perspective. Uh, as a businessman, what do you do? Uh, I'm into different sector businesses. And this range from public relations uh, and a company called Peace on Public, Peace on public Relations, mm -hmm. currently ranked as the best public relations company in Uganda, um, to procures and supply. Uh, and uh, Peace on Procures Uganda and Peace on Procures Limited Kenya. And uh, I do export foods, I do uh, health camps here and there, and I do loans. and. Uh, so, oh, so in other words, your money went as well. Yes. Okay, so that, that's interesting. I see that you do a number of things. And, uh, you know, how do you manage to multitask and then also be able to deliver on all of those things you do? You know, so first of all, I see you have Pison Procures, Pison PR, Pison yes. uh, Health Camps. Mm -hmm. Uh, and also, I don't know, I think the Peace and Procures is where you export fruit. Yeah. Uh, so is that like a group, like, so do you have a Peace and Group? It's a Pesa Group of Companies. Pesa Group of Companies. So under Pesa Group, you have how many brands? I have about five. Five brands. I have mentioned four here. Okay. Well, that, that sounds exciting. So just, let's just get into what does a day, a typical day for you, uh, look like Mr. Pesa? A uh, typical day would range from uh, I break my 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 operation into hours mm -hmm. where I separate, I segment depending on the priorities of that particular day mm -hmm. and what we need. Uh, three hours for peace on PR, uh, three hours for peace on procures. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes you need to run around the meetings. Sometimes you need to actually go on site to monitor and see the mm -hmm. delivery of these things mm. so my typical day is broken down but it's custom made depending on what i need to achieve for that particular day uh i've worked with you you told me how to uh, set work plans so every single week i have at least key deliverables mm. i need to achieve in that particular day and mm. it's one of the things um, over the years i'm coming to appreciate that every every sunday i'm sitting back and i'm assessing how progressive have been the previous week and what do I need to do because if 
if I'm if I'm the best in PR today, I have to deliver better tomorrow because mm -hmm. I need to keep on on the on the market top. Yes, and I need to look out for the latest market trends because there's an ideology where you you want to keep the best, but you're not studying of what people are doing in Dubai, what people yes. are doing out there, yes. and they have a role to play. Because you have trends, all of that. True. So uh, let's just go back maybe a little bit behind okay. uh when did you start pesa group and what was the first brand that you put out uh i started pesa group and uh um uh, in about 2014 2015 mm -hmm. and having having worked when i was young i was given an opportunity by a gentleman called dan boston uh the race program and uh rising woman i learned a lot and it got me to think out of the box because i realized uh, with time, I couldn't fit within my peers. Mm. Uh, the things I thought about, the things I treasured, the conversations we had when with your peers, yes, were not on the same page. Mm. The things that made sense to them, that made sense to them was the alcohol. Who is the beautiful lady? Where are they going to spend the night? And mm. I came to realize that if I don't appreciate my life at a young age, the things I'm going to get to 30 years, 40 years, and I'm not appreciating, I can't. Oh, a lot have achieved. Yet I am a very ambitious man, mm. and yet I want to achieve every ambition mm. I set along the way. Yes. So I had to set goals, and uh, I'd, I'd had a vision from when I was three years old mm. is to be the richest man in the world, but not because of the money, mm. but the impact I can give out. Because growing up from a Christian perspective, having uh, mentors of uh, pastors, bishops mm. along mm. my line mm. as I was growing up, I realized very many people. Uh, sometimes all they need is a job mm. to pay them to be able to put food on their table, to be That's able right. to meet the health needs of their families. Yeah. So that was part of the inspiration when I was starting out. That's good, interesting. Uh, so how and where? So you know there's this thing called capital. Yes. Right? Mm. Uh, so as a young person, you were still able to launch out, start PESA Group, and now you have five brands, like you say, and a PESA group, um, and I believe they're thriving. Yes. Yes. Um, but then now, so let's talk about this thing called capital. How were you able to source for capital to start your business? Um, amazing. Uh, my first capital was uh, my first salary. Mm. I think it was 300000 from uh, Dan Boston, I remember it well because it kept on the account for over two months. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> I questioned myself. I'd been in the in the industry, I'd done blogging, I'd done digital marketing, and part of the things I I asked myself, how can I be relevant mm -hmm. with the skills that I have yes. that I can add value to value to the industry? Mm. And some of the things I looked at was if I'd set out a travel directory and a tour travel company. Yes. So now that gave birth to uh, digital travel experts. Right now, it's one of the companies I look back to and say, okay, it's been hard. And uh, I started with 300,000. I registered the name, mm. uh, then remained with the balance. Uh, then went ahead and started working on a website mm -hmm. because for me to achieve what I needed to do, yes. I had to have a website backing that even when I built traffic on the social media, I had to channel it somewhere. Back to your yes. So I found myself that the, this money having spent a few months on the account, mm -hmm. it had accumulated 
uh, because now I had two months worth of salaries and I could pay for a domain name, I could pay for company registration and I could start out at least from that scratch because digital marketing then, when you're doing a more of a, a directory or a blogging site, mm. they need you, they didn't, you didn't need to have certain things mm. that now they need because now you need the UCC license for you to operate yes. that particular sector. But I use that as a penetration and I met certain people that along the way we partnered mm. together. So that's, that's interesting. So you've talked about uh, how, you know, while, while people are thinking, can I drink, can I go party after receiving their first salary? For you, on the other hand, you are like, I think I need to focus on building something that, you know, will last generations. And um, so you are able to save money um, and also, you know, register and start this journey. Uh, but then you also mentioned something uh, such as partnership. Yes. Now, uh, how, how do you find the right partner how do you know that this is the right partner um one it i'm going to it may sound spiritual mm. but one thing i'm coming to appreciate across my life is you know god as a you may call him god you may call him allah you may call him god ever be mm. but in one way or another you have a spiritual stream over mm. you mm. that you you just don't meet people Yes. in every particular sphere yes like there's someone going before you yes. aligning your destiny yes. and so sometimes it's it's the people i'm meeting in the room probably going to a press conference or we're going out there and mm. i'm like okay this is someone who has virtue they have information mm. if i work with them we can accomplish this yes and that's something i've seen through my life whereby an example i bring in phones and laptops but the very first time I started that business was as a result of having traveled to Dubai yes. after my honeymoon. Yes. And I met this gentleman once, but I've made of over, I don't want to mention figures, but chunks of money as a result of just interacting them once, one of yes. to an extent that now I just give them a call and they send me products yes. to Uganda. So now that uh, that level of one, the trust has to be there, but then where do you see yourself mm. doing this? Because it has to have the commercial back. Of course, the commercial back. Yes. It, has to, it has to make business sense. Uh, I'm sure in your entrepreneurship journey, you have experienced rejection. Yes. Um, and, you know, people, you meet people, you think you have the most brilliant idea in the whole world, you table it and they trash it. Yes. Okay. Uh, so maybe I'd like for you to share how how you respond to rejection from that perspective, from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. How do you respond to rejection? Uh, it's it's something because I relate to it, and I don't want to cry in the process. But it's uh, I think for every entrepreneur, it's something we relate to every single day. But part of the encouragement we actually have is you know um, I'm, I'm adding value to that next life. Uh, when I was starting up, we talked about earlier on the health initiative. Mm. I, I started Sparkbra as an inspiration. Mm. When I found when my wife, she had had a lump in one of her right breasts. Okay. And uh, sharing me that story, I was touched and thought of ways I could actually avail healthcare mm. at an affordable rate. Sometimes people can't, people don't have insurance. They can't yes. afford it. Can. They don't have, they can't can even afford a checkup. Yes, they can't afford a checkup. But if I avail it to you at 20,000 shillings, mm. 
in a place where you meet a guy, you meet, you meet a, a health, a pediatrician, you meet a variety of these doctors. And to me, that story is going to make uh, one of the testimonies we had we, in, our, in our very first English health initiative come. Mm -hmm. We had a lady of 70 years old that when she came through, she had had issues with her, with her menstruation period. And every time she would get to that, she wouldn't work because she would overbleed. And she interacted with the guy for an hour. Mm -hmm. This time, she would have paid chunks of money. Oh, yeah. And she was given a solution. Now, looking into that lady's eyes. At, at 90 years? At 70. Oh. And she shared that story. Yes. I was encouraged because. Okay, there she was, maybe that particular time, she didn't know how to go about it. Mm. But here is an opportunity, and she can interface with this particular person mm. without at unaffordable rate. She can yes. afford this particular money, and she's given feedback. She could maybe afford this family thing, it's a, a cultural thing, but she you even building self-esteem in the process. Yes. So that's part of the encouragement. That's that life of going to impact, that difference of when you make in the economy, that distinction you're going to help someone to put food on the table to help them clothe their children and give them a better education. So that's the inspiration. But it's something we face day in, day out. But at the end of the day, the vision, what you want to achieve. You keep and, that at the forefront. Yes, you keep that at the forefront. Uh, and you just walk through all these mountains of rejection. Yes. Now, you mentioned that Pison PR yes. uh, is listed as one of the best uh, PR yes. companies, yes. PR firms in Uganda. Yes. Maybe you can just share with us the, the psych behind that. Like, how did you get to become, how did Pison PR become or get ranked as the number one firm. Okay, yeah. thank you. Uh, uh, having worked in PR and worked closely with different PR firms, yeah. I realized there was a big segment whereby the traditional PR associations mm. were more drawn to the to it's either radio, it's either television, it's either it's either Mm. It's either newspaper, mm -hmm. yet over the past five years, over the past seven years, mm -hmm. we've had a transition whereby into digital. into digital. It's now digital, digital PR. Yes. That even when you're telling your story, before, before, before Pearson Procures is a supply company, it is first a media company. Mm -hmm. And here, here is what I mean that before I'm selling your product, I'm telling a story in one way or direction, in one way or the other. So I'm telling you a story about something or a solution I can offer you before I even sell your product. Mm -hmm. So in one way, if it's time becomes offering out loans, it's first a media company before a loans company. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, so basically that shift from the old way of doing things yes. to this fresh way of uh, leveraging digital marketing. Yes. That's interesting. Uh, so you also mentioned that you registered Pison something limited in Nairobi. Yes, a Pison because limited in Nairobi. So what do you do on Pison? What do you do in Nairobi? Pison because it's been an inspiration because I've dealt around schools. I've uh, I've dealt around schools, hotels, hospitals for quite some time. And, and what do you do exactly? And I supply. Uh, Right, right from 
the things they need to day-to-day -day operate, right? Yes. From the stationery, right? From uh, the furniture, to the foods, to the uh, medicines, to the injections, to the school cups, to the plates. So we give- So basically you take care of everything. Everything. To the value chain. In the value chain. Even food. Yes, and I'm mind, I'm mind to that in the long term. I look at where uh, we've been importing in panels into this country. Mm. But my mind is if I can have a hundred hospitals and we are, we've been previously importing these particular things, we can have a factory mm. and we buy a franchise mm. as Pearson Procurers Limited and we can manufacture these things. Yes. Because I'm looking into a place whereby I don't just want to, I don't just want to make money out of Uganda and invest elsewhere. Mm. I probably make invest so in the want value I want to have the value addition at mm. every stage. Mm. So that's my mind. Okay. Mm. That's exciting. So what would you say has been the most exciting milestone or thing that, you know, as uh, as PESA group, mm. you know, something, this one thing happened and you're like, wow, this validates everything that we're doing and we just have to keep pushing. Um, there have been several, but mm. I could point out one. Uh, during COVID, when COVID hit, we, mm -hmm. we had mm. chunks, millions of money out in people. Yes. And uh, it's, well, it's a hard place. You mean people had received goods worth yeah. millions, uh, and you had also lent out money? Yes, and also lent out money. Okay. And here we are, we're in lockdown. We yes. do not know how long it's going to be. Yes. And so I. I, I was caught in between and when I would own, I don't say I almost hit, I almost hit depression, but I talked to my wife and I'm like, you know what? I, I think I'm gonna have an issue. Mm -hmm. But let me come over to Nairobi mm -hmm. because I also have a home in Nairobi and mm -hmm. we find a way at least to get my mind out from focusing on the money actually about that. Mm -hmm. So when I go to Nairobi, uh, so you traveled during COVID. Yes. Okay. So when when I I got when I got when I got to Nairobi, I realized okay, I can't be in home. I'm a, a, a provider. I'm a husband in this family, and I started looking out for opportunities. Mm. So I started going out to the markets and I'm looking for what things can I add mm. into this value mm. chain, into this particular country. And honestly speaking, we've so far done over ten trucks exporting pineapples from Uganda to Nairobi. Oh. I've done 600 trades and this is something if I trades of what? If I had not started that during COVID. Yeah. Right now if I need goods to travel from Uganda to Nairobi, there is no there is no uh, aspect in the value chain. I don't I don't know and I do not know who to pay when, where, what time the goods have to leave, what particular place to have them at the destination at this yes. particular place. Yes. So I think uh, even when we hit COVID, we had to think out of the box. Yes. So to me, yes, we've had several achievements, but the fact that now this gave birth to even Pearson Procurers Limited Nairobi, it gives us an opportunity to see that, okay, even when the tough times come, we can, we can still, still rise, rise above them. Yes, that's exciting. That's wonderful. Um, do you have any children? Uh, yes, I'm a father of two and expecting one. Uh, yes, um, Christian, Crystal, 
and also on the way. So how do you balance between your fatherhood role mm -hmm. and your work? Because you see that uh, you're very busy, yes. then you're as a parent. How yes. do you manage that? Just talk just a little bit about that. Part of the things I do is uh, I create time, family time. Mm -hmm. When I get into the home, I, I want them to feel I have availed time. Yes. Time to them. Yes. If, how do you do that? If it means an example, if I get back home at six o'clock, yeah. I want to spend at least 10 to 20 minutes yeah. prime time just hearing out the child, yeah. understanding what this child needs on the day. I said I started out something uh with uh uh our partner in my government called Sparkies mm -hmm. and we've been doing comics. And the inspiration between be the inspiration behind this had been that sometimes we parents are so busy mm -hmm. to even just understand what a child or is children dealing. is dealing with. Right now, we the the media is communicating something else. When they read a magazine, it's communicating something else. When you put them on television, uh, it's also communicating something else. Mm -hmm. But then, on the other hand, how are you as a parent? contributing to override all this information yes because when in that age whereby they know the technology oh yeah more they than us. More than us. They can use it and uh, manipulate these things true but how yeah. as a parent are you going to relate to each one of the individual yes. problem because now when you come in and you're probably father of two three four children that means that you're going to have to Give each one of them time and to feel different. Yeah, yes. different children yeah, and yeah, different personalities yes. and things of that nature. Well, uh, Dickens, it's been quite uh, a morning hosting you here on DM Live TV. We're always excited to hear inspiring stories like your own. Uh, and if you're out there watching this channel right now, subscribe to our channel. You'll see the ring button, the, the bell button right next to it. Click on it so that you don't miss out on any episode. It's been a privilege hosting Mr. Dixon Casango Pesa of the Pesa Group. Yeah. So he's a one-stop shop for all your procurement needs, for all your money needs, if you need a loan. And if you have PR needs as well, uh, he'll sort you out. If you also have uh, health needs, I guess also they can take care of that under. Uh, and also, and also, all you need in regards to uh, PR, media, and yes. supplies. Yes. And supplies. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is. Mr. Pesa Kasango Dickens, who is the CEO and founder of Pesa Group. Thank you for subscribing to our channel. Also, you can follow him on their social media platforms, which are Pison PR, Pison PR, and our website is PisonPR.com, PisonProcures.co, that's for Uganda, PisonProcures.co.ke, that's for Kenya, and then Soup Finance dot co mm. that's uh, the loans company finance yes yes and we'll be ready to have and receive you to give you the best services out of this market yes. at the affordable rates currently where are your offices our offices at Marguerite's complex and uh in nairobi we are tropical towers uh a a l four seven seven l four seven yes well to our nairobi people you can also reach out to Mr. Pesa, once you are at that tropical building, yes. L7. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. And keep it locked on DM Live TV. See you.
you next time with another exciting on public relations we are a public relations company that specializes in a host of services to solve promote and create your business brand needs for details log on to www.peaceonpr.com email beaconspacer at peaceonpr.com or call us on 0777 720-058 or 0758-885-637. Peace on public relations. Talk to the world. Succeeding in business is never easy. And that is why Soup Finance is here to partner with you as you take your business to the next level of growth. Are you looking for business or personal loans? Salary advancements? Support savings? Invoice and SME financing? Well, at Soup Finance, you'll obtain hassle-free financial support at competitive rates of interest. Contact us on 0777 720-058 or 0758-885-637 or log on to www.sukfinance.com Sukfinance, lending to the world. 